All right. Padmakshi, welcome to Heal View, a podcast. And uh, thank you for how are you? What were you doing? Nothing. I was just working. How are you? I miss you a lot. I am great. <laughs> you know, I have been waiting on this uh, particular uh, episode from a long time. Um, most of it is because of Nuri. I've been missing talks and, you know, work uh-huh. of Nuri. And I want to get in touch with it again, which I will be, you know, making you do in this episode. Yes, we'll be talking about it do. a lot. Before we start, uh, I want uh, you to tell our viewers and listeners something about yourself so that, uh, you know, we all are on a, on a similar page somewhere. All right. Hi, my name is Padmakshi. I am a law student by profession. Not really a profession because I'm a student. Um, <laughs> I recently started an NGO called Nurturing Rights or Nuri for short with my sister. I really like ice creams, animals and talking. I love talking. Uh, you know, every time I am uh, talking to you and every time I am seeing you talk, I have to say this, you know it, but I have to say it again. It is so inspiring. Oh and you are God. someone who keeps... No, 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 no. Listen, let me complete. You are someone who keeps saying that, Anshika, you are inspiring and all that. And I get all that. But have you like heard yourself? Like, have you ever done that? I am too flattered to speak right now. <laughs> but, okay, thank you. I mean, what? Okay. okay. Yeah, man, that is absolutely uh, true. But Mark, she's in Pune right now. She's back to her uh, college life. And uh, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about it because like I'm done with college. Man. Like I don't, I'm not a college student anymore. I still have two years left. Yeah. So, I feel jealous of all my friends who are done with college. I feel like such a child around all you guys because you're you're out there living your adult life and I'm still a student. That is so true. We're always uh, somehow uh, we end up thinking about the other side to be better. That is very true. Like yeah, I also, I'm missing college side. now. I'm, you know, we, within <laughs> Pelly, I was like, yeah, I miss that kind of vibe, that energy of college. And now I yeah. see you back in the city of your own college and, you know, like, working and sleeping and waking up <laughs> and, and eating like, okay. a lot yeah good i am happy good you <laughs> should eat you should eat a lot okay yeah. uh, so i want to talk a little bit about healing and halos uh coming to darkness and light uh let me simplify that a little bit uh, i think every individual uh is going through some kind of process right this season is about uh, getting in conversation with uh, people I uh, feel are going through that process uh, and I have picked up on some people and you are one of them and I'm very, very happy to have you on this platform. So I want to know, Padmakshi, what do you think about the process of healing in your personal life and uh, when you are in mess and when everything around you feels like, you know, it is very chaotic, how do you process that and uh, what is it like to uh, move away from it? Wow, intense question. Yeah. <laughs> but okay, I think healing is not an easy process. It's very easy to say that, you know, something happened. You didn't want it to happen. You want to get over it. You want to heal from it. Um, it's very easy to suggest ways to heal. But the process is wildly different for everyone and can be, depending upon the person, can be very difficult or very easy for that person. For me, I think that the first step is to accept that there is a wound that needs healing. I, uh, it took me a long time to realize that because before this, I just 
kind of wanted to avoid these things. I didn't want to get too much into it, think too much about these things. And I thought that I would be able to heal from these things just by avoiding them. But that does not happen. You really need to first look at the like like the wound. You need to think about it in a manner that you know this is a wound. This needs healing, and I need to accept I... that this exists first. Hmm. And um, after after that accepting happens, it's more or less just time. Time does your healing. You don't have yes. to actively constantly think about it. What you need to do, what I do, is I try to get out of my head um, because. Once you accept, it's just always in your head. You keep on maybe victimizing yourself, maybe blaming yourself, maybe blaming others. And while that that is a process, you can't just avoid it. But it can get a get too much. So it's important to get out of your head and just kind of forget about it for some time, so that you can eventually move on and heal. What I like doing, it's kind of stupid, but uh, on my birthday recently, my friends gifted me this color book. it is called mindfulness and uh, it has these really you know intricate strokes and all and they give me paint brushes and all and what i like doing is i i like painting i'm not good at it but it really takes off my mind from things and uh, makes me calm down so yeah yeah i think uh, painting colors and uh, these things are very uh, therapeutic in their own sense even yeah. makeup for that matter you know where as soon as yeah. you mentioned colors i am thinking about makeup and eye makeup and you know how much i love doing it i love doing my eyebrows although they do not really need a lot of things you know to be done but yeah. i just like doing that you know that that thing that action of uh, just doing the color and doing something yeah, to yeah, them yeah yeah Yeah. and that brings me to this uh, you know getting out of your head wala cheese uh, made me think about getting out of your bed also is very important uh, oh, yes. i recently uh, you know uh, i was going through some uh, articles online i came across this uh, one uh, article which had like a small phrase written by this woman and she said something like you know um, it, it was about women and and she said something like no matter uh, how messy our life gets and no matter how much time we take to you know recover from it we might stay in bed for more than uh, a week we might drink more coffee or tea than we should but when we come back we come back and we come back stronger now now that you have uh, shared your healing uh, idea and your view to healing this is something that does come to me like you are someone uh, i have seen i we know each other from a long time and i have seen you go through a lot of things like everyone has their own journey and i have been a part of your journey and i have seen you go through things and you have always come back and you have come back stronger so you know more power to that Aww. i want to talk about uh, light i want to talk about uh, acceptance i want to talk about these things which make the process so much more uh, worthy so much more uh, valuable and so much more you know real mm. productive you know it is not just something yeah. that we keep on talking about keep on reading about keep on thinking about but actually we do something about it when we start accepting mm. it and acceptance like you mentioned i believe is a process which which is just you know something that no one no one can prove you can't prove someone mm. that you have accepted something it is only going to happen mm. with time right yeah yeah is the most like it sounds so simple you know like i have been in these conversations with so many people and we end up talking about acceptance and right now all i'm thinking is it sounds so easy you know just accept it accept that you yeah. know you are a mess <laughs> just accept that you need <laughs> this but no it's not easy and you started your uh, you know this entire thing with 
healing is thought to be very easy but it is not and i absolutely agree with you that process is so different for everyone let's talk about uh, other than colors i see you creating spaces i see you creating uh, spaces for yourself and also for other people uh, i'm coming to the topic of another space that you have created which is an beautiful ngo and it's a space for people it's humans you have involved humans into that space so tell us about it and tell us like i really really want to know how it started and you know since when have you been thinking about it okay so this has been a very 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 long journey for me i was sexually abused as a child it took a long time for me to accept these things as you said accepting sounds very easy but there were a lot of emotions involved i kept on thinking about that if i accept that this happened to me a it's very embarrassing and humiliating because that makes me a weak person something like this happens to me must it must mean that i'm weak i am not good enough or b maybe it was my fault maybe i did something wrong maybe i could have avoided all of that so for me accepting these things meant accepting my flaws that was the first step that was the first step into this journey accepting that it it is okay things are going to be messy i am a mess it's okay i need to i can't be perfect my life can't be perfect and yeah that was the first step second step once i had accepted that yeah this has happened um as i mentioned before it was very difficult for me to get out of my head or get out of my bed for that matter i i just didn't want to do anything i was in school at the time i can't explain how what went in, inside my head but i basically felt very alone i felt that no one understood that what i had been through no one understood the way i was feeling and i liked things being under my control i liked things being perfect and this was completely new for me because even my own emotions even my own thought process was not under my control it was as if someone was holding these strings and they were making me think or making me do these things like i couldn't get out for a shower and in my head i was like okay this happened you need to get over this and just go take a shower but it felt like someone else was controlling me and not letting me leave and that that is how i felt about life in general i was stuck at a point i didn't know how to leave i wanted to move forward move ahead but i couldn't this is the time when i decided that it's time to move on to step 3 and get out of your head and i saw um creating something bigger than myself as a perfect way to get out of my head and stop thinking about myself so much i decided that i wanted to know more about people who've been through similar experiences maybe if i listen to the, their experiences maybe if i listen to their stories i would be able to get out of my own head and that would be a way for me to move on so this uh, once i started listening to people share their stories um understand what they've been through most of them more way more painful than what i had been through i realized one thing that these things are so normalized this happens with almost everyone and it's just not me it's not about me it's about a lot of other people and that is when i realized that i needed to do something so i just went to my sister she's a counseling psychologist right now she provides free therapy to people who have suffered from trauma especially sexual trauma 
I told her that I wanted to start an NGO and uh, I wanted it to help people heal. She said that, okay, that's not very easy. You're just making it sound too easy. You're just coming here telling me that, yeah, I want to start an NGO though. <laughs> and you're still a student. And uh, in my head, I was thinking that since she is um, good with the psychology department and I would eventually become a lawyer, we could provide both legal and psychological services to people who suffer from trauma. And it need not just be the kind of trauma that I have been through, but trauma right. in general. So in my head, it sounded very ideal. And she was like, no, this is not very easy. You're just talking about it as if it's, you know, like you're ordering something for dinner. Yeah, I want this. I'll get this. It's not that easy. You need to do a lot of these things. And uh, I told her that, okay, let's do these things then. Because this is what I want to do now. At first, she was like, I don't think you're serious about this. But <laughs> once we came around, she just took charge and she helped me do everything that I wanted to do. So we started Nuri and uh, our first project known as Project Sparsh, which Anshika, you have also been associated with, so you must know, deals yes. with um, prevention and protection of children against child sexual abuse. That we do through providing uh, psychological aid. We can't provide legal aid yet because I'm still a law student, but we will eventually. And by spreading awareness about these things, like what do you do when this happens with you? What do you do when this happens with someone around you? So I feel that that has, that has been my light that has helped me stop thinking about myself so much. And I really, really enjoy um, giving workshops to young children, giving workshops to their parents. That makes me so you know, I, I relate to it on another level as when you say that it makes you feel complete, you know, that, there. I just, you know, like I have to say this, that it is not something that we feel all the time, but it is those, you know, temporary moments of feeling full, you know, yeah, and it yeah. is enough. Like, agar 24 hours, mein na, two hours, if I'm feeling full, na, it is enough to uh, live. Not just survive. Yeah. We don't want to survive. We want to live. We want to live with the ways we want to live, you know, with the learnings that we're taking every day. We want to put it into our practicality and put it out there and be impactful, do something worth living for. So I think that is something that you're totally doing. And uh, uh, the first workshop that happened, Project Sparsh, it was uh, it was very wholesome. And I am so, so grateful and lucky to be a part of it. Beautiful. You have no idea what you had on Instagram People I don't even know are sharing it. So, you know, that brings me to this uh, very intense topic again. Social media wala activism bhi exists. Karta hai. You know, how people want to get uh, themselves uh, engaged in these uh, projects just by, you know, tapping on the share button. As much as I know how much it matters and how important it is, uh, but what do you think about, you know, that section of people who would only do it because it is something that, you know, you want to look cool as you want to be that, uh, you know, that group who's woke, that group who yeah. wants to do it for others. You know, it's a big, big concern yeah. when you are doing something very, very, uh, you know, social uh, cause related calm activism, but you're doing it so that other eyes are seeing you. What do you think about that? 
See, as you mentioned, social media, of course, is very, very important in today's world to spread awareness about anything. And that is why we wanted to, there's a lot of things going on with Nuri and it can get very difficult to constantly post on social media, but we understand and recognize the value of social media. But then there's this sect which only focuses on social media. So while social media is important, I feel that it's even more important to integrate with real life because you live your life here. You don't live your life on Instagram or Twitter. You live it here, so you need to do things here. Right. So it, and social media is a part of that. It's a small sect of that. So if you are into social media activism, good. You need to take that activism in re- out in real life also because you don't do things for people to watch you and think that, wow, this person is really doing these things. No, you do these things for yourself, for your own fulfillment. And that can only happen when you stop thinking about what people will think of the work that you do or the help that you provide to other people. So yeah, even even on Nuri's page, there will be people who will be like, wow, guys, great job, good going. But when it really comes to you know, conducting small workshops, not even just saying that gather your cousins around of the same age and just tell them that, you know, these things happen and this is what you do. They won't do that because they're suddenly too busy for it, but they're not too busy scrolling on Instagram for eight hours. No, that's not a lot. But when it comes to field work, a lot of people back out for simply because it's, too much it's it's a lot of work and they don't want to put in that work right. so yeah, yeah if you're if you're being woke just apply it to your real life not just on social media it doesn't make a lot of sense right yeah. i absolutely agree and you know i i also uh, a lot of times this is something that i think about that uh, people often try to uh, act busy which is fine which is very normal now like that is fine but uh, when it comes to social activism and you know doing something for the society for the underprivileged for the ones who need it when it comes to these things no people it's there's so much hypocrisy in there they just don't want to believe the fact that if you go to a child and and you tell that child that this is safe touch this is unsafe touch it matters they are not ready mm. to believe the fact that them telling it to someone matters. You know, it comes down to like, how have you builded yourself? Like, you know, mm. what do you think you are worth? It, it actually mm. comes down to your own worth. If I yeah. am saying no to be a part of a workshop, definitely I'm saying it because I'm lazy and I don't want to do it. And I don't think that it actually, you know, will do anything. But it also mm. comes down to, you know, the fact that I don't value myself. Yeah. I don't value the fact yeah. that I can be a part of a workshop and actually bring change. Like this is something mm. that needs to be, you know, like it should be talked about. It needs to be talked about. It's not about you being ignorant to the society. You are being ignorant to yourself. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. so it, it, it is so individualistic in a way, like helping someone else. It is helping your own self. Uh, yeah, it is. famous God, God helps those. That is something, you know, talking about Nuri and how Nuri has come into being, it just clearly says that Nuri is something that makes you happy. And Nuri is that halo, you know, that ray yeah. of light uh, in your life and uh, makes me so happy because he is that for me. 
and uh, working mm-hmm. on heel and working uh, and talking about heel is something that gives me so much pleasure and i can just mm-hmm. relate to you know probably you know it's your baby baby now it's your baby now yeah, you know it's my like size. your mother yeah. to something <laughs> yes 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 yeah that yes. is very true mothership suits me not yeah. me i don't know <laughs> <laughs> no but heel is your baby You know, heel yeah, is my baby, and I'm uh, absolutely like uh, I think I'm I'm I am a fine mother when it comes to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when we go through something and we feel yeah. that uh, we don't have someone to hold on to or someone to you know uh, yeah. just talk to and feel that you know you are being heard, even yeah. though you're surrounded with people, you still don't feel like you are. So that needs a community, and Nuri is a community. You know, it is. it is it is a place which is reaffirming it is it is demanding people to you know understand that this is real it is addressing all the beautiful uh, experiences of people coming out from something you know it which brings yeah. me to the topic of baggage i want to know what you think about um, the whole idea of uh, you know people uh, going through uh, something and then that baggage you know of that experience it stays in our head and then we go to some new place do you think that baggage is always traveling with us wherever we go or do you think there is a point in point in life where you can just leave that baggage for some time be all right and then that baggage would be like now i want to come back like how does that work you know see earlier i used to see baggage as emotional baggage mental baggage as a very negative thing but uh, over time I feel like it's become a part of me, and uh, it's just like my hands, you know. When I'm, it might feel a little weird, but uh, I feel they're important for me. I feel that similarly, that baggage is important uh, for making me the person that I am today. And yes, it's very easy to say that. Ha! I just want to get rid of it now. It's enough. I I wish I could just leave it for some time and then move ahead. And you know, yeah, I'll just come back to it later. um but for me personally it it just stays there it's always there but uh, not as a problem now it used to be a huge problem it used to be it used to hold me down it used to pull me back but now it's more of just this thing in the background which provides support it it's no longer pulling me down i am carrying it with me and it pushes me to become a better person today whatever i've learned to accept to believe you know live it it is because of this baggage and i'm going to own this baggage i'm going to own these experiences no matter what you're going through you can always struggle and extract learnings from it uh, no yeah. matter no matter how uh, miserable and no matter how amazing it is there is always uh, you always have that mental power to uh, you always have the potential to explore that mental power to extract mm-hmm. the positives to ex- extract mm-hmm. the learnings and that is something yes. that i clearly see um, in your con- in your words right now and this is the new yes. definition i am hearing about baggages and this is making me think and you know yeah it's beautiful to uh, see it this way i love i love this perspective i love your view to baggage i'm going to drink some water <laughs> <laughs> was it too heavy no it wasn't it wasn't it was actually uh, beautiful you know it makes also makes me think about a uh, pain and uh, happiness and how no matter how much we want happiness and everything but pain is something that ends up making us and building us you know pain is mm. what 
forces us and drives us to be more human it demands yeah. to be uh, yeah like that is what i'm thinking right now like pain is the reason for happiness if you never really go through a painful experience you would never appreciate happiness and i know this sounds very very cliched but i appreciate moments like this when i'm sitting here with you my friend talking about life in general talking about baggage talking about journeys i see it and i'm so grateful for this because i have seen times where i didn't have you it's not a negative thing it's another emotion which needs its own space in life and uh, i i also believe that if we are going to think of pain as something that no i don't want it happiness will become a trap you know that anyone yeah. can just like trap you into it just by mentioning yeah. that word and saying that hey why don't you do this this will make you happy that is going to yeah. like make you make you very messy in the head to understand and mm. differentiate between what you want and what you don't want so i think emotions uh like they all need to be experienced in the yeah in the best capacity that you know we can and we should explore them you know and not self loathe of course i don't want uh, to say ki uh, you know once you're being yeah, sad diving no that is not what no, 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 no. Actually, that's not what we what we mean but understanding that it is something that you're feeling and you know it is fine and you will move on from this and you think about things that you feel like doing now maybe you want to watch a sad movie go for it you know let it out <laughs> give it an outlet respect it yeah. respect yourself respect the emotions that are coming to you Hmm. Yeah. So tell yeah. me how do you yeah. feel right now at this very moment? I feel very light. It's like I'm floating right now. I love listening to you. I love talking to you. I love talking in general. And yeah. talking about these experiences and my healing process has made me feel that I'm invincible. That's how I feel right now. That no matter what happens, life is not very difficult i don't have to take it so seriously it's just a journey it's a process and there there is going to be ups and downs but yeah. if i believe in myself i can do anything that's how i feel like i have this friend of mine every time i talk to him and every time i have a problem that you know this is what i did and i feel that this work is not good enough that i need to improve here he always says so what so what and i have realized to that that it's very important to live life with these words so that i can make it easier for me because yeah you know it's not very difficult it's not very complicated anything that happens i just want to tell myself so what it's okay i mean okay you can always move on from this you can always do better for yourself so don't i i i i feel like no one should take life that seriously it's not that serious I love how you're feeling you know that is how I am feeling <laughs> I absolutely love it and uh, I will feel invincible every time I think about this very moment and the words that have come out of your mouth you have no idea how proud I feel right now okay you have no freaking idea <laughs> thank you so much thank for inviting me and letting me speak you're part of everything so now uh, what do I say what do I say oh thank you so much <laughs> All right on that note let's close this conversation and move on from this because uh, <laughs> so what I'm lame also <laughs> can't deny that <laughs> very cute very cute love love the have you uh, had dinner I will eat it now I'm starving <laughs> yeah you better eat now because I'm also going to eat 
now. Yes, let's eat together. <laughs> Thank you so much for your uh, availability and uh, your uh, time and your uh, love and support and reviews and uh, all the positives and negatives that uh, your presence has, uh, you know, ended up being in my life, in my, uh, uh, in Heal Vyuka uh, journey and in Heal's uh, life. Uh, so uh, I'm eternally grateful for you and I always will be. That is something that will always uh, be this way. This is Heal View. Sometimes you can hear the view. Thank you for listening. See you next Sunday. There's a tale in Apple